What's up, Peters? I sincerely want to thank you for listening to Got Fitted Japan. For over 10 years, we've worked as hard as we can to provide an exciting and interesting audio experience for you to enjoy about Japanese culture, booze, our insane lifestyles, and the weekly bizarre news. As you know, we are soon approaching episode 600 and we plan to go at least another 600 episodes. But we could use your help on our journey. If you would like to support Got Fitted Japan directly, you can do the following. First, you can join our Patreon. On our Patreon, you will get unedited shows, bonus audio content, more stories, bonus shows, outtakes, and photos that are too hot for Instagram. Second, you can visit my site, thespiltink.com. At thespiltink.com, you can purchase original art that will make your walls the cat's meow. Arouse creativity, inspiration, motivation, enlightenment by hanging one of my paintings on your walls. And they also make wonderful gifts. And if you have something creative in mind, send me a message through our Got Fit in Japan Facebook page. I'm more than happy to support you and make your world more positive and creative. Thank you, faders, and without further ado, enjoy the show. Got Fit in Japan! What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action packed episode of Got Fit in Japan. I am your masked host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about three dudes booze, Japan, and the news. That's right. And this is episode number 599.666. The number of the beast. Sacrifice. You guys know Maiden? Iron Maiden? You guys don't know? All right, that's from Iron Maiden. Anyway, this is episode number 599.666. That's right. We're not in episode number 600 yet because, well, right now in Japan, we're doing the dry lock, which basically means what, Tom? Basically, we're not supposed to be boozing it up. Well, at least not in public or at least public spaces. So, yeah, we're, we're saving up our big old load so we can blow it all over your eardrums, like in maybe a couple weeks when that ends. Yep, pretty much two weeks. In two weeks, we're going to go to, well, we've already, the cat's out of the bag. We've already, like, like you guys know from the previous episode. But、uh, yes, we're going to go to our sponsors, Mitsuya's, and we're going to have a party there. It is going to be an epic party. It's going to be like we're going to party like it's 1999. That's going to be pretty insane. And Jeremy, what game are we going to play? Around the world. And what is around the world, man? What is around the world? We start out in Japan with a Japanese beer, and then from there, what do we do, Tom? We go to another country. You can pick any direction. You pick north, south, east, west, doesn't matter. But, like, whatever direction you pick, you can. 
got to go for a country in that direction and you have to drink one of their beers then once again you can go north south east west whatever and then you just keep fucking going until you hopefully make it around the world yes yes but we got to be careful because the sand trap of the game is europe once you go to Europe, you can get stuck because there's so many little countries in Europe that have so many wonderful beers. I mean, Germany alone is a pretty dangerous country to get stuck in. But by dangerous, I mean delicious. The double Ds. Well, I mean, Johnny, we could go the opposite of that because, like, what 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 happens if we're like from from Japan, we go north or south? If you go south, it's like I don't know, Australia. What no, that'd be that, Antarctica. Uh, in Antarctica, Antarctica, the beer sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's very cold though. I, I think Aussie beer is good, but what, what are that? You go further south, it's like Antarctica. I'm pretty sure they don't make beer. And then, like, what it is back around to fucking North Korea or South Korea. And then it's like, well, back to Japan or Russia. Amen. Oh, I guess that's a cheat. That's the cheat. That, that would be the fucking cheat. That would be playing it on fucking easy mode, man. All right. Don't tell anybody about the cheat, Raiders. Yeah. We're not doing that because that wouldn't be, that would be no fucking fun. We're just gonna go out and we have a fucking wacky adventure. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure we're gonna get stuck in Europe at some point. Oh, we definitely will. We definitely. You guys will. brought up. And if you we guys brought up a great that, point. Cool, because like, it's not about win or lose. It's about having fucking fun and how you play the game, motherfuckers. True. You guys brought up a great point. Once we get to Antarctica, what do the people in Antarctica do to get fucked up? Because you know they're not just sitting around not getting fucked up. They're in Antarctica. They've got to be fucked up. Probably Actually, getting fucked up got them to Antarctica somehow. <laughs> They're avoiding the law. <laughs> They're avoiding the law. They're waiting for the statute of limitations to run out in one country or another. You know, they're ducking like a jury service. You know, they're trying to get out of something, man. They're in Antarctica. That doesn't happen to normal people. Yeah, yeah, yeah normal people, people don't go there. Scientists are doing just really fucking boring shit. I'm sure they fucking drink their free time. They're like, man, fuck, I can only count so many penguins before I need like, you know, 50 beers to like forget about that bullshit. Dude. They make they make moonshine out of penguin piss. Oh fuck penguins! I hate penguins. But fuck I bet they have delicious alcohol inside them. Mm. No, you squeeze it and ring no, it. No, 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 no. You do not want to go messing with penguins, dude. Penguins are fucking evil little creatures. Everybody thinks penguins are cute. Everybody thinks penguins are like the most adorable little animals. But no, I shit you not. Penguins are evil as fuck. Six, six, six. Dude, Google this. Google this right now. Penguin mouth. Penguins are so fucking evil. They have 5,000 teeth in their mouth, dude. They have so many teeth. They got more teeth than sharks. I've, I've seen that. So like once, once they get their tongues, like their tongues, Tom, 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 listen, two people can't talk at the same time. All right. If two people talk at the same time, you can't hear nothing, man. So the thing is though, even their tongues have teeth on them. Their tongues are evil. Their tongues are six, six, six penguins. Fuck penguins. Never go to Antarctica. I literally watched a penguin get fucked by a seal once on YouTube. Really? Literally watched that. Wow. Did you like it? The seal loved it, but the penguin wasn't having so much fun. He was being pinned. He was kind of pinned that's down and that's kind of like, you know, forcibly if, raped. If, yeah. if you go to fucking Antarctica, there's way worse shit out there. There's fucking like seals. There's fucking goddamn walruses. I would gladly fight a penguin at, at any day over like, I don't know, a fucking seal or a walrus. Cause there's some big motherfuckers, man. As a, as a fighter, I would say use your speed, evade, look for an opening, get on its back, take its back, choke him out. That's the way to do some, it. Some of those walruses are like fucking a thousand pounds, dude. Like I, I could fuck, I, I would fucking pass out from dehydration and cold before I fucking made that motherfucker hurt. See, that's the reason why I'm not going to Antarctica. 
Never. Never going to go there. I feel that way about Africa. I feel that way about India. I don't want to go to those places either, but I mean, just because of my job, I might end up going there. Oh, I'm just scared to go to those places. Yeah, I'm scared to go to Ohio. Me too. <laughs> Cleveland. You know what they do to people like me in Cleveland? <laughs> Probably that. something the same thing I sealed it to the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, Ohio. We love you. I don't know. There's a rivalry between Michigan and Ohio. Really? Jesus. Football, dude. Are you kidding me? Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, never mind. You've been uh, in Japan I, too long. Dude, I, I thought like I thought like Detroit and Chicago had a rivalry, but I'm just like, we, we, I don't we, think Chicago and Detroit has a rivalry at all. No, you bring that you up. You're the only one that brings. I talked to my sister. My sister's like, why would they have a rivalry? I'm like, I don't know. What <laughs> the, the Bears and the Lions? <laughs> oh my! Cubs and the Tigers. <laughs> oh my! Speaking of crazy shit, I think things are getting pretty crazy in Tokyo with this dry lock. We've been suffering this dry lock for about a week and a half now. We've got two more weeks of it. And you know what? With all this shit that's happening in Osaka, and by the way, Osaka, our hearts go on to you. I mean, what's happening to you guys over there is just terrible, and we're very sorry about that. And uh, be safe out there. Be safe all over the world, Vaders. But, um, yeah, I think now people are actually following the rules a bit, and people are trying to stay inside a bit more than before. I mean, six months ago, nobody cared. Fucking clubs, bars, restaurants, everything was packed. Nobody cared. But now people are actually starting to follow the rules since, you know, all the uh, numbers are just skyrocketing regarding COVID viruses and shit. But the thing is this, man, the people who are outside are not normal people. Get this, man. I had a gig today. This guy, he bought two of my paintings. I had to meet him. And he was on the northwest side of Tokyo. I had to take the Tozai line, the Tozai line to get to a station, right? So... And that meant I had to be on three fucking lines just to get out there. And so I go all the way out to his place. I'm on, I'm fucking commuting for like an hour. And as I'm going out there, dude, as I'm going out there, I see a dude talking to himself just right in the air. He's talking in tongues, not even in Japanese. And I thought to myself, huh, that's pretty weird. But, you know, it's a major city. Then I'm going down the stairs in a fucking station and there's this overweight lady and she's walking very, very slow. And there's like 50 people behind her and they're all polite and they're just letting her walk slow and more and more people are piling up and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, that's kind of weird. And then later I'm walking home and stuff and I see an Uber Eats guy. Well, this one isn't that too, isn't that weird, but still it's kind of weird. An Uber Eats guy was driving in the wrong side of traffic on his bike and he's just serving from left to right, left to right with cars coming towards him. Not too uncommon, but still kind of weird. And then I thought to myself, you know what's happening? All the smart, normal people are listening to the rules. They're following the rules, but that means all the crazy people, the insane people, they're all out and about walking around the streets like the fucking walking dead. So if you're walking in the streets right now in Tokyo, beware, 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 because I mean, dude, it's getting pretty wild out there. What about you guys? What are your thoughts on that? Have you seen anything weird? I'll tell you what, man. Um, I, I've seen the same thing you've seen. Like um, walking through the station, like the, the, the weirdos are coming out of the woodwork, bro. Like, uh, you mentioned that you saw a person talking to themselves. I saw a person licking the walls, man. I mean, the, the guy was just out of his mind. I just, just, you know, just make my way around him to try to get near him at all. And then like, uh, even on the streets, like, uh, people riding their bicycles on the sidewalk and nearly running you over and shit and not even like considering about other people's 
like life lives at all. They're just like rushing towards them, straight towards them with, on their bicycles. Fucking crazy shit, man. That's insane, man. Tom, what about you, man? Tom, you're always walking around in the streets. You are one of those crazy people. I'm just joking. No, we love you. <laughs> uh, man, like, I'm just one of those, like, crazy people that just, like, has a beer out by the river or whatnot. But, like, no, nah, like, I would say, like, when the dry lock started, it was still relatively normal because, like, it's just, like, you know, there's, like, they, they closed down most of the bars, but most of the 20-somethings are, like, fuck, we still want to fucking drink. Like, community store is still selling let's find a good squat spot in the park or the fucking river or wherever. And so they're going at it. But like now, like, I don't know, man, like I, I haven't seen anything like really super crazy. I, I will say like, oddly enough, like I haven't had anything weird to fucking talk about or interesting to talk about. Cause like, I don't know, fucking pandemic's happening. I got a fucking kid, bloody, bloody, blah. What happened to me, like, cause, like, I didn't, I didn't announce it. I didn't want to be a fucking asshole, but like, uh, like, I, I was supposed to DJ at the end of the month, and like, that shit got fucking canceled. So I'm just like, fucking whatever. Wait, were you gonna DJ outside, like, a, at a park or something, or inside at a club? Uh, inside at a club. It would have been like Shibuya, like South End exit, like not near the main area in Biggs, but it would. I, I, I was assuming it was kind of underground, and again, like. There's some of the crazy people because I, the guy that booked me, they're like a little bit crazy. So like I fucking figured I was like, well, he's probably still going to do it. And then, then they just like said, nah, we're not going to do it now. And I was like, eh. I'm a little bit bummed, but I'm like, I can't bring myself to get angry or whatever, because like so, so much bullshit has happened. I'm just like, eh, fucking do it next time when, you know, when all this shit's over. True. To, but Tom, you did the right thing, man, because the thing is this, man, let's imagine that you had an event or you DJ at an event and you put it on Facebook and you brought in like 50 people, right? To an underground party or whatnot. And then one person all of a sudden gets COVID, which means maybe 30 people have COVID and that would be all on you, dude. So you did the right thing. You dodged a bullet, a big... I, I wasn't even really... This, this is exactly what... Okay, I, I can talk about it now because this is exactly why I didn't announce it publicly because I got booked to do this shit like two fucking months ago. This is set up in advance and mm. probably the guy booking it probably figured... Eh, you know, like we've had our licks for COVID, like, but you know, it's probably that shit's probably gonna be blow over, you know, blow over and it'll be fine, right? So, but now, nah, but like, you know, it's fucking canceled. We're still in the dry lockdown. They went, not done. Damn, dude. See, if I did something and if it was outside, I'd be kind of cool with it because outside you can pretty much avoid COVID, not a hundred percent, but your chances of getting it are way lower. But at a club, a DJ club, you're DJing and bands and stuff like that, dude. Oh my god. That is definitely playing Russian roulette with COVID, man. Russian roulette with COVID. I, I agree, which is why I'm not fucking pushing the issue or stressing and getting pissed off. Like, I'm a little bit bummed to bring it to DJ because, like, you know, because I, I kind of wanted to do it. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, it's taking a little bit of a risk. It might just be one of one of those bad, bad events and bad things might happen. I might bring back the fucking COVID to my family. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right, dude. You got a kid. You shouldn't be fucking around with that shit. <laughs> But I, I, I can't tell you about when it was 100% one thing, though. You're talking about the fucking crazy people be, be going out and doing this shit and that shit. This is why I thought this event would proceed no matter what 100% because the guy fucking, like, organizing the event is fucking nuts. All right. Well, well, he was fucking I'm shocked. Up. I didn't know that Tom could DJ. That's just, just hearing about this now. I, do you have your own records and shit, Tom? 
No, I wish, yeah. man. I'm not that good. I mean, I just play, I guess like, you know, I'm just like, I just play other people's music, man. I'm not that fucking good to like write my own tracks and, you know, make my own beats. And whatnot. No, I mean, do you have your own no, collection of records? Nah, dude, I, I do digital only, man. I'm fucking new school, not old school. Johnny used to DJ okay. back in the day, like he used to do like this, you know, vinyl. And I respect that, man. But like, it's uh, it's much easier to walk around with a USB in your pocket and go, bloop. And I can fucking play like whatever genre you want. Gotcha. That is definitely a pro, but I'm a record guy. I'm actually sitting right next to my turntables right here. Oh, they're collecting so much dust. I've got tax shit all over them. Oh, it's so depressing. I'm a loser. But yeah, shit, man. All right, so the world's getting crazy, but uh, yeah, fuck it, dude. There's nothing you can do except for stay inside. Stay in, though. Like, did you remember, like, okay, like, Wind the clock back a couple years ago when the economy wasn't fucked up. Just how crazy was Japan, like, with all the fucking and just all the weird parties and, like, everybody just getting fucked up anywhere. Not not having a fucking care of the world. M- money to splash around, whatever, man. But, like, some of the parties I used to go, like, just, it was just the same fucking thing, man. Party, party, party. No one gives a fuck. Wait, what are you like, talking about? Why are you bringing that up? Every, everybody knows this shit. <laughs> That's true. That's true, man. Jeremy, were you going to say... Gonna tell- stories about how I, how I got hooked up in this group but like yeah maybe next time I'm a, yeah uh, Johnny I was gonna take the, the 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 course of this conversation the interesting things that we're talking about about DJing and stuff and then just like totally turn it up on its head and say that since this since this uh episode is number 599.666 the nature of the beast yes we well, need to start adding some beast into this shit. So, like, um, I was going to ask you guys, have you ever known anybody who lived in a haunted house or have you ever lived in a haunted house yourself? No comment. <laughs> That's great podcasting right there. <laughs> um. <laughs> and that's a show. Yeah. Left, gentlemen. Uh, no, no, I know nothing about ghosts. I've never seen a ghost. Haven't experienced anything with a ghost. Um, I've ghost Tom a couple of times on the phone, but that's about it. <laughs> how about you tom uh we actually like back when i was in university student like uh in my area there was like, a lot of like weird like supposedly haunted houses or haunted areas and like we actually kind of like would do road trips and like in the area and travel around and like see if we could like check some shit out ah how that work out uh very boring there's great just- podcasting <laughs> cool um how about your dorms was your do- was your dorms like haunted or anything did you have any stories that you want to share with anybody uh, uh possibly about some of those places you went yeah tom tell us about the skeletons in your closet i <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the, the, the weirdest story is like we we brought like one girl it's it a group of mostly guys we brought one girl in there all right me. stop that story tom okay that's enough <laughs> don't go to jail <laughs> we brought one, one girl in there who was kind of like she wasn't stupid she was actually a pretty smart girl but she was clearly a virgin didn't have a very led a very sheltered life oh boy here we and go like, blah, 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 blah. But like, <laughs> we, we brought her in one she swore up and down she saw eyes in the wall and a bunch of other bullshit we're just like whoa, whoa, whoa where's it at where's it at where's it at we're all running around looking for it but like she 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 kept saying like i hear footsteps i see eyes in the wall and this other bullshit and we're just like yeah you're tripping bitch because like we're, we're, i think she said that so she didn't get assaulted by you guys Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I see. I, I don't know. 
Dude, if I had an awesome paranormal experience, I would have fucking talked about it. But I've I've seen nothing. I like the probably the scariest thing that's happened to me. I once got sleep paralysis, like maybe like the third, the second or third day I was in Japan. That was that was pretty fucking nuts. But like, there's a logical well, tell us about that. explanation about that. What, what's that? Tell us about the sleep paralysis, man. What happened? Yeah, tell us about your wet dream. Uh, I think I was in Japan. I believe it was the second. Hold on. Yeah, it would, have, it would have been the second day. So basically, like, I went to, got off an airport, uh, airplane in Osaka, then, like, mad jet, like, just fucking hotel, nothing fucking interesting, blah, 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 job, job tells you to fucking go here. I went there and then got introduced to, like, the place. And they were just like, there's nobody there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to fucking go around and drink. So I just, like, I did my fair bit. I drank and, like, you know, couldn't speak any Japanese. Just walking near the restaurant and just fucking pointing in the menu going, I want fucking that. Nice. No, and, like, you know, drank my fill. Got... So you scared them. Yeah, I got I got pretty massively fucked up. But, like, what, what happened was I, I went up basically stumbling home drunk and sleeping and passing out of my own bed. And, like, nobody's around. The place was, like, a little bit creepy looking because, like, there was, like, it overlooked a cemetery and they were like, you know, just, it was just it was kind of a creepy area, but uh, yeah, like I did that, and I got fucking sleep paralysis. Where where it's like you wake up and you can't move, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? So what happened? All right, so you woke up and you couldn't move, and you saw shadow people sitting on your face. It wasn't like I saw them; it's more like I felt them because like I was hearing like sounds move around. I was just like I just constantly felt like a malevolent presence over my body. Suddenly, a pair of balls yeah, creeped over his eyes. <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> I can't see. I can't see. It feels like there's balls on my eyes. Ah! Surprisingly enough, they weren't hairy. <laughs> <laughs> they were very cold balls on my eyes. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, the reason the reason I'm bringing this shit up is because um on June fourth uh, this year the next episode not the episode but next uh, in the series of movies called the conjuring comes out called the conjuring the devil made me do it Ooh. actually i do like those movies those movies are pretty fresh yeah you were saying that I, of course i've mentioned many times in the past that i'm skeptical of shit so i'm not scared of ghosts i don't believe ghosts are real so i mean but uh but those those movies are entertaining yeah, they're entertaining. They're great. They're a lot of fun to watch. You know, um, no, so to- my my problem with my problem with ghosts is like, what does a ghost do? Like a ghost just come up and say like, "Hi guys, I am a ghost." I was alive like, once, but now I'm not. I fucked up and what, died. Yeah, what do you want, ghost? I don't know. I'm just here. Can you turn on the TV you when I'm now? jerking off. Yeah, are you here when I'm jerking off, ghost? Yeah, I can't believe how often you do that. You know, what does a ghost do, man? It doesn't. It just stands there and like I, and I would actually go to the route. It's, it's not a really a horror movie, but like Little Monsters. Like I, I think they're just here to. If there are ghosts, I think they're here to fuck with us. They practical jokes. They fucking you know dump hot water in your balls when you're sleeping. So like you know you think you wake we wake up and you think you pissed yourself or some shit like that. Every time you go on, they stick their little ghost stick in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some, some, some shit like that. Or they're, 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 they're the fucking dog, like the mythical dog that eats your homework or whatever bullshit. You wake up, you wake, you wake up as a problem. You can't find a fucking goddamn memory stick. You're only, God damn it, fucking ghost. Must have been the ghost. Must have been the motherfucker. The problem is, like, all right, 
if there's such things as ghosts, right, there have to be spirits of people. But right now on the earth is the most people that have ever lived. So where are all the other, where are all the spirits at, man? You know what I mean? Right now there's like seven point something billion people on the earth. So like the, the, if, if reincarnation works, then there's more people now than there have ever been before. So where are all the extra spirits coming from and where are all the extra spirits going? And like, why do only white people see white spirits and, and Japanese people only see Japanese spirits? It's just all bullshit, man. Racist <laughs> ghost, dude. Racist ghost. I, I, I would agree, to agree with him. That's a pretty fucking fair point if you want to put like lay out some actual logic about this one. Yeah. Point. And like in America, you see Civil War ghosts. Well, what about the people before the Civil War? What about cavemen? You don't see cavemen ghosts. You know, I think Joe Rogan said once that you don't see ghosts in happy places and you've never, ever seen a ghost on the beach, right? Beach ghost. There's no such thing beach as a ghost. ghost. I don't know. There's, there's been like, there's been like ghosts, like there's ghost videos on YouTube of, uh, of like apparitions jumping off of cliffs in Okinawa. Mm. Kind of a beach. Uh, it's a cliff. It's a fucking cliff. There's a beach at the bottom. Uh, to be honest, man, I think the only uh, ghost that, that I ever won is like uh, was the original Ghostbusters. When what is it like? Uh, I forget who, which which one of the characters was, but like wakes up in the middle of the night and just fucking ghost unzips his pants and just blows him. I'm like that's the ghost I want. Oh, that was Dan Aykroyd. That was yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Wow. Dan Aykroyd. He was like wakes up. He's like, what the fuck? Ghost porn. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's no such thing as ghosts or any of that shit. That's crazy, man. That's crazy talk. I can't even, I can't even fathom. Think about this, though. <clears throat> now, imagine somebody that's visiting Japan and they go into a ghost house, right? Or a haunted house and they don't speak right. Japanese. And the ghost is like, oh, namoe nandesuka. And they're like, what is he saying? Ah, they can't communicate with the ghost. They're at a that's all I'm, I, that was my point. Yeah. And like every time, every time you see like a, a ghost hunters TV show or whatever, they're always talking to ghosts in English. Like, what if you're the, some of the ghost hunter shows happen in like Indonesia or Germany or something like that? Doesn't necessarily mean that ghosts speak English all the time. Well, it's not Star Trek where everyone speaks English. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Where they speak. What, like, what if the ghost is like blind or deaf? What if Helen Keller's a ghost? <laughs> exactly. What if she was all fucked up when when she was alive, and now she's fucked up and and dead? And then like shows like The Conjuring and shit like that, like. It's always like about a haunted house or something like that. And then what about how do you sell a haunted house to somebody else? You're just like putting them into the fire. I mean, Cheaply. you're like, here you go. Here's the keys. Uh, no take backs. Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah. Don't call me. <laughs> yeah. No receipts. Uh, no refunds. Yeah. You can fuck off now. You're just putting somebody else in, into a haunted house. That, how rude is that? Yeah. You should burn that shit down. Well, no, no, I will agree with you though. But there are realistic, real life implications because of that because like Japanese are super uh, superstitious. So like, fucking a house where anybody died or like a suicide house. That, that's like a oh yeah. Or like Jeremy, like I know you're skeptical as hell, but you can either easily get one of those places for super fucking cheap. But like, it's just like Jeremy's just like again being a skeptic and applying logic. It's not because. It's just a bad investment, basically, because of the cultural ramifications. That place is never going to go up in value, and it's, it's always going to have that stigma where they've got legally got to like disclose it, like yo, somebody like off themselves here. Yeah, so I just went through that. Like when I was looking for my house, new house in Fukuoka that I bought, um, we had a great house and it was cheap. And then we got uh, when you go when you agree to buy a house, you get the house history. And my wife was looking through it, and she found 
um, in there that someone had committed suicide, not in the house that we were by, in the apartment that we were by, but in the building, one of the other apartments, they had committed suicide. So even in that that entire building now is is fucked because no one no one will want to purchase that anymore because someone has died there. But it's so dumb because how long how far back does that go? Because no matter where you are on the earth, something or someone has died at every inch of this you know of the earth. You know what I mean? So like, what if what if it was like a cowboy who died in 1872? Does that matter to me now in in 2021? I don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, sure. Uh, what if a big dog died? Yeah. Then you get a ghost dog. Well, no, yeah, what if dogs died? I think Europeans are more generally accepting about that. So a lot of buildings are just fucking old as shit. And like, you're just like, mathematically speaking, somebody got had to have died there at some point, right? And they're just like, yeah, fucking what the fuck Correct. ever. Correct. Yeah, and then, yeah, you know, like, for whatever reasons, because of cultural reasons, then, and, and, and the weird thing is, just Japanese are not even fucking religious, but for cultural reasons, they just get freaked out about it. Yeah, and those places are called uh, um, what are they called? They're called like uh, like trouble houses or trouble mansions, like that. I think that's the translation for those. In uh, like where somebody has died inside. Uh, uh, it's called in Japanese. It's called uh, jikobuken, accident house. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, Tom, would you ever live in a suicide house? Uh, I lived in one before. Okay. All right. What about a double suicide house? I don't know. I didn't get the details. Here's the here's the thing. This this happened to me. Yes like, or no uh, question. What's that? It's a yes or no question. Double suicide house. I wouldn't. I don't give two shits about that. Okay, I, I literally asked. I asked down. my wife. Is like, yo, man, if we want to fucking please, because we're not we're we're not up to the level we 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 could be buying. But I told her I was like, we can stay in nice areas if we just move into one of these places we just rent and we can save some fucking money. You want to you want a fucking place to buy. Live here, rent it super fucking cheap, and then save up. And she like she just like typical Japanese superstition. She's just like not open for discussion. No fucking way. Yeah, my wife's the same way. Yeah, mine is too. Mine is mine's exactly the same. Because for me, I'm like Tom. I'm like, you mean I can live in a rich, affluent neighborhood for like ghetto prices? I'll live there, no problem. You know, but the wife's like, er, put the brakes on that. But that's one of the movie, the movie, The Conjuring that I was just mentioning. One of their, one of the, um, one in that series was like some people had moved into a house to get closer to a hospital for their son because he had cancer and they wanted to live closer to where he was getting treated or whatever. And they ended up buying a, uh, a renting a former funeral home. And, and the, because, it, because it was a funeral home, there was like all kinds of ghosts and shit that was there. And I'm like, I'd totally rent a funeral home. Those places are huge and nice. And then, of course, as long as they take everybody out, you know, everybody's body's gone. I don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, they got a big basement. That's for sure. Yeah. Sure. Perfect drainage <laughs> system. Yeah. Like, plumbing's great. I've heard yeah. you like cooking barbecue, man. You can fucking store all your extra meat. You can fucking mad order that and be like, yep, just. All the refrigeration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the place. My place. I got plenty of freezers for all the beer and the meat. <laughs> just open up, up and slide out the train and get a beer. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh my god! You at least keep like five, six cases there in America. Double that. <laughs> no kidding, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it, it should be. I mean, I I do enjoy a good horror movie. So the next one should be pretty good. Uh, they've been they've been pretty good. I mean, they're they're a bit cheesy to be honest. Some of them are cheesy, right? Some of the ha- the haunting movies, yeah. I'm not scared of an old man. An old man comes in here. Ooh, I'm supposed, I used to live here, and now I'm dead. I'm like, uh, leg kick, whack. <laughs> You're, You're sitting in a chair. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know, okay. The best scary movie that I've ever seen. And I know I know it's up for debate, but Child's Play, dude. I can always watch oh. the first Child's Play, dude. Chucky, dude, he is I've seen it all. awesome. Charles Lee Ray, dude. That guy was fucking awesome. Satan! Give me the power. Oh, man. <laughs> that I command of you. Oh, dude. <laughs> Chucky, Charles Lee Ray, dude. That's great. The first one was fantastic. Yes. Especially, it came out when I was a kid. Yeah. The the latest one came out, um, has Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky. That one was Luke Skywalker. That one was interesting. You know, it's was, it was very modern, you know, and it had some good parts, you know, it was okay. But if, Robotic Chucky. Yeah, I compared it to like the first one. And so I was like, ah, ah it's not as good as the first one. But as an independent movie, it's not bad. My favorite know. one is Bride of Chucky. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, they started getting a little bit iffy around there. The Bride of Chucky, and was like, eh, it's like, and fuck it, why not? We're gonna have some fucking doll on doll sex. Oh yeah, yeah, B movie shit, man, it's so awesome. It's I love it. So fucking hot, it's gonna be lit, bro. Invite all your friends, watch two fucking childlike dolls fucking bang plastic parts. That, seriously, are those? I, I got, I, I gotta know though. Are those dolls even anatomically correct? And they like, you know, actually bump uglies or it's just like them kind of banging blank pieces of like plastic together i don't know No, they've, they've, they've got all the kit man I, i've looked really? <laughs> oh that's awesome all right tom favorite scary movie what's that favorite scary movie this is episode number six 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 <laughs> gonna put me on the spot Dude, well, we've been talking about it for half an hour. That's not being on the spot, no, bro. Like, I, I go with the classic. I go with the original Children of the Corn. Oh, Children of the Corn is great. The original classics, man. I'll fucking I'll go with that one. That was like uh, si- no. yeah, similar to what you guys are saying. Like that was a, one, of the, one of the first horror movies I saw when I was a little kid. Yeah, that, that was a good one. That was a good. I one. remember in, in school. In school, the other kids would build shit up like, oh, my parents took me to watch Children of the Corn. It was terrifying. And you'd be like, what? And they're like, yeah, you, you're not going to believe what you're going to see. And you, you're all built up for that movie by the time you get to go see it. And then by the time you finally see it, you're like, what? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for me, the ultimate scary movie when I was a kid, I'm older than you guys. And when I was a kid was Alien. The original Alien when it Nobody came out in the theaters. In space. I was like seven when that came out in the theaters. Maybe seven. That's a really yeah. good movie. Alien, the fucking sequel, Aliens, also fucking very good. Yeah, that's true. But that's that that true. scene when that, that little alien dude pops out of that guy's chest. Oh god, that freaked me the fuck out, bro. Oh dude, that was actually no, you know what though, but like they weren't fucking acting though because that wasn't the script. They decided to do that fucking later. And they basically had the prosthetics and everything. So the whole fucking film crew, when they walked in there and had that fucking scene, yeah. nobody knew about it. So they had a malfunction yeah. one day, and they're like, yeah, we're just going to do the scene tomorrow. You guys get the day off. Come back tomorrow. And right. so, like, when that I, – I forgot, I forgot the actress's name. When she got a full-on fucking chest bukkake from all the fake blood. And yeah. She wasn't acting. She was freaking the fuck out. Nice. Yeah, it's my alien box set right there of Blu-rays. These box set of Blu-rays is so badass, dude. It comes with the original theatrical release plus director's cut on every DVD. Oh, six, 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 man. All the way. All the yeah. way. And, the, you know, the cool thing about Alien was um, they totally did, like, Jaws, man. You never got to see the Alien until the very end. Oh, yeah. 
It was all creeping around and shit in the background. Like, what the fuck was that? Whoa, what the fuck was that? And then like he sees like something like with a tail. Like tail goes by the door or something like that. And and the face hugger, the face hugger was like a primal thing. Like that face hugger hits you and it shoves his dick in your mouth and it goes down your throat and in your belly and you can't get it off of you. Oh yeah, dude, that's fucking scary. It's a primal it's fear, bro. And impregnates you, and then you're just kind of like, well, you have to go out in a pretty nasty way. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, it explodes your chest cavity. Yeah, and they even went further on that shit with like uh. Aliens, like Tom was saying, that's a that's one of the best sequels of any sequel I've ever seen in my life. Aliens is right up there with Empire Strikes Back, and I'm a Star Wars fan, bro. True. But Aliens is good as well. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Goddamn good ones, good ones. Oh, man. Well, shit, guys. It is 666, and we talked about some scary shit, but why don't we get into some frightening motherfucking shit and talk about the news? Are you guys in? Oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. And actually, it's about the witching hour, so it's getting close to midnight, so I say, why the fuck not? Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azubujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. Comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. Tom. This episode, you've been wanting to talk a lot, dude. I can't shut you up. There's no way. It's impossible. So why don't you go first, my friend? Which one to go first? Should I go light and heavy on the first attack? No. Go heavy. Go dark. Go deep. Go deep, Thomas. Go deep. Deep balls deep like a fucking face hugger. Face hugger exploding in your chest. Actually, it is a face sucker. I just said a slip i said facebook instead of hugger there you go <laughs> let that play out it works it works yeah all right so we haven't really discussed this as much or at least as maybe as much as we should but uh i think this article has set the stage and there's some there's, there's some previous stuff that happened like prior to this that'll like maybe enlighten you but like here we go uh Porn film starring widow of wakayama playboy topping charts after alleged murder whoa Whoa. Details, details here, boys. What the fuck is going on? Wakayama. On the morning of April 28th, the news crew followed police officers as they escorted Saki Sudo, 25, from her apartment in Tokyo to Haneda Airport. She then boarded a flight in Wakayama. That same day, she was accused of murdering her playboy husband, who was 77 years old, Kosuke Nozaki, by poisoning him at the residence 
residents in a Tanabe city three years before. To that point, it was probably the most watched footing of studio on recording. However, that status was about to quickly fucking change. Sudo starred in Yurika. Yes, that is the fucking title, Yurika. An adult video production released around by the, what was it, labeled G-Area Spots on January 2018. After arrest, Prado shot up to number one position on several charts for Fanzia, which uh, is part of the distributor of DMM.com, so one of the big boys. The development is just the latest turn in a tale of uh, apparent deception and greed that did not end with Nozaki's death. Murder. Here we go. Murder, murder, murder. You want to talk fucking straight here? Horror, here we fucking go. Sudo is a native of Hokkaido Prefecture. After graduating from a vocational school in 2016, she moved to Tokyo. In December, she enrolled in a dating club that matched young, attractive women with wealthy men. The club promised relationships with papakatsu, where men would pay for women for intimate companionship. Quote, women are ranked based on their appearance, and Sudo ranked right at the top. A reporter in the newspaper said to Shanke, uh, Shukan's Bunshu. It was later in the uh, Sudo's career of porn acting that all told she sold in four films, including Bar Hopping Until the Morning. Sounds like an interesting one. In the film, the male lead porn? picks porn? up Sudo porn? in a bar in the area. After, yeah, well, four actually. After showing her video of shots overseas and he escorts her to her hotel okay uh, I, don't, I don't want to read the whole fucking article but oh, she loves the cock and uh, she's a bit murdery yeah, I'll just read the whole fucking article because this is, we call that a black like widow a oh, she- yeah well, don't read the whole article I think we got it man so like what's the story what's going on with her uh, actually She's doing porn now? Another page or two. Like, it, it's pretty juicy. Nozaki met Sudo through an acquaintance in late 2017. They married the following February, and when he was 55 years her senior, police previously revealed that Nozaki planned to divorce Sudo after growing dissatisfied with her refusal to stay in Wakayama. The results of the investigation led police to believe that Sudo carried out the crime of fear of allowing to not being paid by Nozaki should be cut off. So basically, they think that Basically, this 25-year-old was married to a seven, 77-year-old, and he was just—he was out fucking everything, like left, right, and center. He basically wanted her to stay at home as like a quote-unquote kept wife, and blah blah blah. Something in the and water. He fucking murdered his ass, and like, yeah, she poisoned. It's still like it's still highly debated, but like, so she got arrested for the crime. She zipped off and immediately started doing some porn. So I don't know, man. Is it worth? Lawyers in Japan are really expensive. Yeah, but dude, I don't have a problem with porn. Can I can I send you like the fucking like pictures of because she's just fucking my god, man. We've already seen it. Do we know who she is? I mean, (laughs) hey, Tom, put that on Patreon. (laughs) Patreon, like man, uh, how have I not seen her porn or at least more of it? It's gonna be really super exciting being with that chick because she might fuck you or she might kill you. You don't know. That's the thing with the Black Widow. You never know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Both. Uh, she, didn't, she didn't go uh, give him the full Sada Abe treatment. Johnny, remember that one from a year or two ago? Oh, yeah. Sada Abe? Yeah, she cut off her boyfriend's penis and she kept it in her purse for a month while she fucked other guys. <laughs> that was great. Uh, Sada Abe. Oh, that happened, what, like 70 years ago? Oh, yeah. Sada. Sada Abe. Oh, Sada. Sada Abe. She'll cut... Your dick right off. 
Keep it in a purse. Cut your dick right off. Keep it in a purse. Yeah, but like, Steve, if you want me to come up, there you fucking go, man. That's Got a black widow who may, may or may not have like murdered her like elderly rich husband. May or may not be getting a shitload of money and is still doing porn and she's rocking the charts. Well, I'll tell you what, man. You know, she didn't have to kill her husband. I mean, she if she was interested in porn and she's making a lot of money in porn, dude, she should have just followed that path. I don't know. Well, then, then again, I, I I believe I believe her husband's like fucking loaded, loaded, like you know, fuck you, money. I believe. Well, the well thing- I gave you that impression. The fact she's seventy-seven and fucking a twenty-five-year-old. Yeah. Well, not just any twenty-five-year-old. A fucking hot porn star. So yeah, I don't know. Dude, have you ever seen an ugly porn star in fucking Japan? No. I don't know. I, actually, I have seen some because, like, man, a lot of porn. Just fucking into that. Oh, man. Well, anyway, all right, Tom, can you keep an eye on this story and keep us posted on what happens to her? Like, if there's any developments or anything that happens in the next week or so, just notify us and we'll do, like, a show that evening. Okay, yeah, actually, we, we can, like, uh, there's probably going to be some more crazy stuff happen with this. Like, it didn't make the cut because of very re- various reasons, but, like, this could go. This could go in somewhere. She's got a future. I think she's going places, or at least a couple parts of her are. <laughs> uh, I think she's going to prison. <laughs> Jeremy, you're up. Batter up. Okay, I got a I got a follow up story as well. Remember last week I talked about the three point five meter or twelve foot thirteen kilogram twenty nine pound python that just kind of escaped yeah, in Yokohama, my city. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well the police have kind of given up looking for it because they can't find it. But don't be alarmed, folks. Guess who's on the job? YouTubers. They're picking up the slack. So it says that uh, on May 6th in the evening, a man in Totska Ward in Yokohama City came home from work and noticed that uh, something was amiss. Um, It didn't take him long to realize what it was, and he called the police to report that his 3.5 meter, 12 foot, 13 kilogram, 29 pound reticulated python had escaped from its valerium. Uh, Sorry, vivarium. And uh, to make matters worse, the owner had, of course, left the window open while he was gone and giving one of the world's largest breeds of snake ample opportunity to fuck off and escape. So the police looked for him for a long time and still haven't found it. And right now what we have is you have YouTubers going out, taking their cameras with them and risking their lives, going out and searching in sewers and crevices and using fiber optic cameras to try to find this gigantic snake, which is still on the loose here in Yokohama. What do you guys think? Um, I think Tom, we got to get out there. Let's hit the beat, dude. <laughs> we can put this on Patreon. <laughs> Jeremy, man, you're in the area, man. We maybe like use your, like uh, your uh, pad for like a base. We'll just come out there with our equipment and be like, fuck yeah, bro, here. what the fuck could go, what the fuck could possibly go wrong with this situation? I got a Captain America shield. There you go. So if that thing jumps at me, it's like, pachong. you weren't expecting that snake. You go make porno movies. That's true, man. Snakes. Why do they have to be snakes? If, if right. you can strike you, you can just put like it over your neck so it can't strangle. You'd be like, bitch, Captain America. Fuck you. If I got bit by a, a giant python, I would just like take the scars and I'd uh, get tattoos of a snake over the scars because that's how much of a badass I am. <laughs> Wee! That'd, that'd be pretty cool because like they're not poisonous. 
So, mm. like, if you got bit, like, you got little, you they got penguin teeth, man. Penguin teeth, dude. Don't even get me started on the penguins, man. Dude, Google penguin mouth. Just do it right now, dude. It's the scariest thing, dude. It's scarier than any scary movie you've ever seen times 10, dude. Fuck the penguin. Fuck the snake. Dude. I'm pretty perverted, bro. I might. I don't know. Might get a chub. Might get a chub with a penguin? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Whatever you do, get away from your cock, dude. Orifice. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, penguin porn, dude, it's the worst. You die at the end, worse than a black widow. <laughs> you die oh, horribly man. at the end. Oh god, it's the worst thing ever. But yeah, um, searching for a python. Yeah, searching for a pen. <laughs> searching for a python doesn't seem like a good idea. No, it, no, it doesn't. But it would not as be it, like getting killed by a python would be not not nearly as bad as getting killed by a fucking chestburster. It's a good I point. Don't... Yeah, they're both bad. They're both bad. But you know, one exists, one doesn't. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, man. Like as far as we know. If I if I punch out, I wouldn't want to give all my friends like a fucking like uh, horror show like Bukaki of all my bodily fluids. Bullshit. What if it was a ghost <laughs> of a python? Oh, python ghost. Oh yeah. Python ghost. With penguin mouth. Oh god. Oh, that's a scary movie. Oh, that's something like a Jurassic Park horror movie. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's pretty fucked up. Horror movie. It's a horror movie. Oh, God. Scary. Okay, here we go. All right. All right. Let's move forward to the next story. All right. So we all grew up in like the 80s and 90s. And back then we had the uh, Commodore. We had the Atari. We had the Nintendo and eventually the Sega. Which console did you guys have? All of them. All of yeah, them, yeah, man. All of them, bro. Man, I was fucking yeah. poor as shit. I had a Sega. All right, then what was your favorite game? <clears throat> oh, I, I was Mario. I was like in the Mario world, and Pac-Man was awesome in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then like uh, Zelda. Zelda was awesome. I never got into Zelda, but I really loved Mario. Mario was great. Tom, uh, yeah, I'd go with Final Fantasy VI. Uh, yeah, 80s and 90s. Was Final Fantasy 6 in the 90s? 90s, yeah. Holy shit, that's been around. 6 and 7 uh, were in the 90s. Johnny, yeah. if you're not an RPG geek, that was actually Final Fantasy 3 in America, but like, like, yeah, that was like, uh, was it like nine, early 90s, maybe? Okay, alright, so you guys got your games. Have you ever been incredibly pissed where you saw red while you played that game? Jeremy? Um, not technically... I, seeing red but i did have the game i had the uh the game boy virtue the virtue boy and the virtue boy was all red 3d and you wore a, a you wore like a a virtual headgear not too much unlike my oculus riff like nice. that yeah but um it was a red one and it had a it had um the controller connected to it by cable and everything inside that was red you can see it on youtube probably and if you look up virtue boy Virtual boy. Okay, I'll have to do that. Tom, did you ever see red? No, but like, no, nobody's talking about bullshit. The virtual boy. No, well, no, I got, I got fucking pissed off and saw red because the games. Because like, yeah, some of those fucking cheap ass shitty games. Fuck them. But no, All but right. like, no, no. That, that was just my question. <laughs> that right? You answered my question. All right, good. So this story right here is a very interesting story because it's about somebody that saw red and. um, the interesting thing about this is it's not the gamer that saw red, 
but a guy that was in an adjacent room, which is very unusual because usually it's the gamer that sees red and fucks shit up. He causes a lot of havoc, but not in this story. No, this story starts off with 48-year-old man arrested for stabbing younger brother after fights over video games. Now you would think that these are a couple of kids, like kids in like, I don't know, in their teens or early twenties or something. No, far from it. Police in Kumamoto city, Kumamoto prefecture have arrested a 48 year old unemployed man on suspicion of attempted murder after he stabbed his 35 year old younger brother in the chest. Jesus for playing his video game. Wait for it. Wait for it too loudly oh my god well if this guy survives one word headphones according to police daisuke kikukawa stabbed his brother in the left chest with a kitchen knife at around 11 30 p.m well of course you know 11 30 you should be quiet last saturday finish him yeah, I know. Finish him. Uh, Fuji TV reported the brothers reside in the same house. All right, that's a major problem right there. I mean, once you reach like fucking 18 years old, you got to get the fuck out of your family house, dude. You can't live with your brother for 20 years. Oh my God. 20 years above Japan. 20. For some reason, they do, right? They live here, they live with their parents forever. Forever and ever and ever until chaos pursues. The victim was taken to the hospital where doctors said his wound was not life threatening. Thank God. Police said Kikukawa has partially denied the charge and quoted him as saying that he did not intend to kill his brother. Well, good for that. That's why he stabbed him in the left chest, not the right chest. He told Kiku police. Hmm? I was going to say Kikukawa's brother was, was quoted as saying, Ah, oh, my titty. <laughs> He told police he became infuriated by his brother's loud voice while playing video games. Um, that's part of the job description, guys. When you play video games, you gotta scream, you gotta shout, you gotta fucking let it all out. I mean, have you guys seen the movie Wizard with Fred Savage? Dude, you can't Excellent. be quiet when you're playing a video game, dude. I mean, shit. And another thing, do you think this guy's last words before he was like pulled into the ambulance was must power up press B. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, don't don't camp on my spawn point, bro. <laughs> did you save my game? <laughs> Please just leave it on. It's an old school game. Don't unplug it. Just leave it on. It'll be fine when I get back. Oh my I god. I was in X Games mode, bro. Oh god. Um, have all right, I know you haven't, Tom, but you should. Jeremy, have you ever been to um, what's it called, Space Station Video Game Bar in Osaka? <clears throat> no, no, I have not. I want to go now. <clears throat> My God, that bar. Okay, before COVID and all that shit, that bar was the most happening place to be at at all hours in Osaka, dude. You walk in there and there's game consoles galore with games unlimited games and all the drinks are 500 yen one coin dude you go in there and everybody is having a blast dude they are playing so many games people are screaming you're making new friends because you just show up and someone says hey do you want to play mario kart with me hell yeah i would but let me get a beer first dude it is the best fucking place to be at all times all the time space station osaka german my buddy, um, Scott Popular, is a guy here in Tokyo. If you've been around for a while, you know who he is. He's been a bouncer at several bars. He has these parties where he rents out a bar, like maybe on a Wednesday or a Thursday night, one of the less like popular nights, and he has all the old game systems, multiples of them, 
and he has them and he sets them up in the bar and uh like what you're saying they he people come there and they play they pay like five dollars and they can play old nintendo games for as long as they want and then they have tournaments like tekken tournaments and and street fighter tournaments all based on the old games and then there's drink specials as well very fun 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 shit to do video games and booze dude it's a combination made in heaven oh yeah when I was living in Kyushu, there were a couple of places, a lot of the places, like, uh, how do you say, they had, like, you know, projectors set up, and, like, they would set up, they're like, oh, man, hey, you into gaming? Because like, I could get, actually get, some, like, conversational in Japanese, but, like, you know, the fucking games, we all know, I'm just like, yeah, I like Mario, I like this, I like that. So they were just like, yeah, I got, I got fucking super Nintendo, I got, like, in pristine condition, they're just like, we'll just fucking shut down the bar, we'll just, like, play fucking video games, man, like, we'd have tournaments with, like, different games. So there was that, like that's that's really common in Japan. There was another place, like I think you paid like five bucks for a membership card, and then you could stay in there for like I think about at the time I think it was about three dollars for every fifteen minutes you were in there. You just basically got a card and free fucking video games, like whatever, all different like just errors, and they had like you know fucking like rock climbing wall you could go up and safety harnesses, there you boost pool darts just for cheap. You stayed in their time, and there's, of course, booze cheaply available. So yeah, it's it's a fucking it's a very gaming culture, like you know where it was before. So like, there's a lot of that shit around. Very nice, very nice. Yes, yes. Tom, and you used to be kind of a Tekken head back in the day, were you not? Ah, uh, oh, that I was. Oh, interesting. Very good, very good. Did probably, you know? Probably a bit of rusty now because I don't think I've stayed with the times in the games. So I'd probably get my ass handed to me if I went to the arcade now. But yes, I still play Tekken Seven <laughs> myself. <laughs> Did you know the guy, one of the guys that did uh, the voice for Tekken was on the show? Eric Kelso. He's on the show episode number, I think, 204 or something. Yeah. Mm. The guy, he also did the Game Over. He did that voice. He did a lot of the voice for the Albuquerque. I think it was Tekken 3, I think. Nice. Yeah. I got to get him back on the show. He does a lot of voice acting here in Japan. No, no shit, man. Like I met, I met like uh, at Yogi Park. I met one of the guys who did like he was one of like the main guys on Tekken Five, like developing it. But he's basically like, yeah, man, like fuck Namco. Basically, like the, like it was good to have that experience to get that experience. But like they'll work you to death. And he said basically, I built my resume up, and I was like, I was fucking out. I'll go, I'll go work for a smaller company, take a pay cut, and be like the fucking like you know land like lord of my fiefdom there. All right, interesting. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, well, let's move forward. Tom, your story. What do we got here? I just want to read the, this headline. Elderly sen uh, woman in Sendai accused of fatally bashing husband with whiskey bottle. That is so fucking right up our alley. Awesome, good. Yeah. Jeremy, now your story. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Man, like, I just I just want to get that out of the way. It's like, it's, it's, if, if you want to talk about people going nuts about the pandemic, an 80-year-old woman bashed her 69 or sorry, 89-year-old husband's like head in with a whiskey bottle. He was like in the ambulance going, I fucking died and my wife did it. But like, nah, nah, nah. We can do better. We can do better. That, even though that article was great, uh, it's very much right up our alley. We can do much better than that. Here we go. Sex parlor employees suspected of setting fire to high-end residential vehicles in Kitakyushu. Jeremy, I believe you're going to live in that pretty picture in, this, in the near future. Yeah, just the city below that in Fukuoka. Yeah. Well, here we go. Fukuoka Prefectural Police have arrested a male employee in, a, in the sex industry who is suspected of setting fire to luxury vehicles 
in Kitakushi City, reports Fuji TV News Network. At around 2.40 a.m. on Wednesday, Yura Ukita, 20, fucking 20 years old, he's already making a name for himself, allegedly set fire to a Mercedes-Benz sedan in the parking lot in, in a Shimo, uh, sorry, Shimosone area of uh, Kokura Minami Ward. Upon his arrest on suspicion of arson the next day, Ukita, who works at a Fuzoku parlor, admitted to the allegation, saying, about one hour after the Mercedes-Benz was set ablaze, police uh, found Ukita, who lives in the nearby town of Kanda, driving around in the area. Of course he was. He's driving around be like, yo, all you bitches ain't got rides because I torched yours. An examination of his uh, vehicle revealed that it was, uh, there was a lot of kerosene splashed around on it. So he's not a very smart criminal either. Four other similar incidents involving six other luxury vehicles took place in the same ward over the last three and a half hour period the same day before. Serial arsonist. Police attempting to link Ukita to other instances through, through security camera footage, which also shows suspicion of uh, the, uh, his vehicle at the crime scenes. So what do you think? Guilty. Yeah, yeah guilty as hell, man. Condensed, yeah. bite size. Like, why, man? What do you think? What's his motivation, man? Well, the dude's all fucked up because uh, several wrong choices in his life has led him to the sex industry in Kita Kyushu. <laughs> several bad choices after high school. Has resulted in him sucking cock and lighting cars on fire. But um, anyway, yeah, there is no motive. This guy's basically just putting pouring kerosene on cars. But what kind of cars were they? Were they nice cars or bad cars? No, no, no. Like, dude, there was a like, there were Mercedes Benz. Like, you know, they were high end cars, like luxury. Oh, cars. I guess he was it's jealous. Crime. Yeah, man. Like he was pissed, man. Like maybe his life went down the wrong path, and he was like, you know what? I got a car, but I wish I had a sweet ride like that. You know what? Yeah. Fuck this. Maybe I, I'm, I'm just going to fucking keep doing it. I'm going to fucking keep torching all the fucking cars until mine's the best one in town. Well, that's a good point. And, but the thing is, though, if you're going to get in porn, which I don't recommend, but if you're going to get in porn, do it in Tokyo. That's where all the money is. Fukuoka, you can't get any money chicks. over there. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guy. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> yep. uh, Jeremy, your story. Okay. Before I get my story started, I want to show you a little magic trick. Tom? I would like you to virtually pull my virtual finger. No, thank you. Ready? Tom, put your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the next story is about the Tokyo Poop Museum. <laughs> so that's a fart button I have. It's like, <laughs> All right. So the uh, Tokyo Poop Museum has gone online. So now you can visit the Tokyo Poop Museum. I said it again for free. The Unko Museum, which means poop in Japanese, online lets you play poop games, look at toilet art, and even chat with a poop mascot. All right. Uh, since the Japanese government has declared a state of emergency to curb COVID-19, uh, we have been finding ways uh, to entertain ourselves or just stay at home. And uh, if you're looking for some place to have some fun, the bizarre and famous... Tokyo Poop Museum is now online. The, uh, the Poop Museum was founded as a per, uh, has found a permanent home in Odaiba last year, and it's moving all of its crap <laughs> uh, to the fun-filled activities online from May 1st, so you can enjoy them in quarantine, 
The online museum is uh, separated into two different areas, each with a name that plays on the word unko, the Japanese word for boop. So you can just go online and check that out anytime you want. Just Google online Japanese poop museum and get your fill of shit. Dude, um, yeah, uh, I want to just say right now that if you do Google Poop Museum, don't write German because it's the first thing that comes up in Google. Make sure it's Japanese because the German one is completely different, dude. There's nothing cute about that. Some of the chicks are cute, but that's about it. Well, at first. Yeah. And, yes, I don't know. If you, are you looking at this? Japanese. I don't know, man. In Japanese, the, the uh, poop uh, emo emoji. It's like a smiling poop, little cute guy. The German one, not so cute. No, no, no. There's a lot of poop. Oh, my God. They eat poop? Let's see. Two girls, one cup. Oh, man. It gets really bad. You know, I heard two girls, one cup was fake. Uh, it might be fake, but it's still a movie. And also, you can get kicked off of um, uh, of uh, MFC, um, uh, my, my free chat uh, cams <laughs> for asking them to recreate Two girls with one cup. Just saying. I heard heard from a friend. Really? What about Fiverr? <laughs> Fiverr? It, it's not specifically laid out in the rules, so you may have an argument there. I'll give you five bucks. <laughs> oh, man. How many years ago was it when, when this uh, museum opened? Because actually, I remember this. I think uh, uh, when Ready Player One came out in theaters, because I specifically remember this, because me and my wife went there, and like we got tickets. And she's like, oh, we got a promotional deal, so we can actually... Go to Shinjuku, see the movie, then go across like the, to the virtual reality place and play some VR games. Like we got like one or two plays for free, which is fucking cool. But at the end, like they give you like all these bags and like the merch, and they're trying to promote the next thing. And one of them was the Poop Museum. And so like me, me and Johnny, like when we could actually hang out like live, I actually went to his place. And I was like, do 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 do. I got plenty of content for this episode. Here we go. Here's a fucking flyer for virtual reality. Here's what they're doing here. Here's the fucking flyer for the fucking poop museum. And we were, we were taking pictures and like, you know, laughing about it in the air. So like, it's, it's been a while. It's been a couple of years. Like since that place. Well, it, this one says since Friday, May 1st at 1 PM, the poop museum is online. So ready player one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you're it. ready to go check out some nice giant poops and poop themed objects, please, uh, you know, cop a squat <laughs> in front of your keyboard on your phone whatever and uh enjoy the poop museum now, in all of its glory an option not to gross anybody out here but like on got fit in japan aren't they like you know, the, the way they do it they make it look all cute where it's like a little twisty it almost looks kind of like an ice cream cone they're they're not they're obviously a lot of them aren't brown you know they're like green or pink or blue or pastel or whatever cute fucking color those are unicorn poops yeah they're unicorn poops man Seriously, mm -hmm. yeah, might as well shit out a fucking rainbow while you're at it. If you can, I'll fucking, I might pay to see that. Actually, I, I might as well. I'm not, I'm not not really into poop, but like, no, I'm. If you're gonna, if you can shit a rainbow, I'm not into poop either. But I want to see someone shit a rainbow all at once, not at different times. I want to see them shit it all at once. There's these golden pills that apparently are very expensive that you can buy, and if you eat these golden pills, they'll turn your poop gold. How much are they? I don't know. Tom, how much did you pay? 
I'm saying episode 600 is right around the corner, baby. Oh my god, if we all gotta take one, <laughs> if we actually wanted to cast some real magic, we could actually save that until you know 666. Just well, this is 599.666, so we're like, uh, we're kind of there tonight. <laughs> Patreon, man, no rules. No, yeah, no, no, no. Well, I'm saying like 600 is fucking very cool. I'm very excited to hang out with you guys and do that. But like, you know, I'm sure 650 will be fucking cool. I'm sure like, you know, after all this bullshit blows up, we're going to have a normal, 650 normal and we're going straight like, to 666, Tom. 666, man. We got to do something really fucked up, man. All right. We got to have a oh, show. Some... No. Well, Jeremy? I was going to say, we should get some really cool guests who are like, uh, like, um, we had before, like we had Jim Harold on this podcast. Remember, he has got that ghost. Uh, he he's got that ghost podcast that everyone loves. We can get another guy I know uh, from Darkness Radio. He could come on. What what do you got, Johnny? I say we find a haunted house or the haunted hotel in Ikebukuro, and we do the show there with a voodoo doll and tarot cards and candles and a bottle of whiskey. But very good whiskey. What about a Ouija board? We should fuck it. Well, whatever, man. Who who's bring I'll I'll bring the fucking goddamn goat so we can shave it and sacrifice it. You're gonna bring a goat? Oh. All right, cool. Why does Tom have a goat? I don't know, man. It explains a lot though. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, here we go. Last story, last story. <clears throat> now this story here is a murder mystery, which is interesting and it, like after reading this story for the first time, it really reminded me of the Velvet Underground's murder mystery song. Have you guys heard that song? I'm gonna say no. No. Okay. All right. Google it. It is fucking phenomenal, dude. All right. So I read this. Listen to it later. It is fantastic. Here we go. Osaka, I used to do. All you old school faders know that. Osaka man finds stranger eating in his kitchen at night. Intruder dies shortly after. Hmm. Was the uh, was the man who found him a foreigner? Uh, we'll see. A mystery of the most unusual kind occurred in Sakai City, Osaka Prefecture, in the late evening of May 5th. At approximately 11 p.m., a 60-year-old man got out of bed and went to the kitchen of his house for a glass of water, as you do. As he entered the room, he was shocked to find a man he had never met before sitting at a table eating frozen foods such as frozen pasta dinner. God, I love that stuff. I bet it's frozen pizza. The stranger looked to be in his 30s and was wearing a t-shirt that he had found in the house. Slayer! Oh, man, that's so metal. When the resident confronted him, the stranger simply said, quote, I came in the front door. Why not? End quote. He then suddenly became erratic and behaved violently while trying to flee. The resident's brother, <clears throat> no, the, the resident's younger brother who lived next door, uh, heard the commotion, came in and helped the helped to restrain the intruder. Meanwhile, the resident's father, who lived in the same house, called 110, police emergency number. Officers rushed to the scene and arrested the stranger, but when they arrived, he had lost consciousness and was taken to the hospital where he died, possibly from a late-night frozen poison dinner? I don't know. With the intruder now deceased, police have little to work with in piecing together what happened. Based on his personal belonging, belongings, they believe he lived in Osaka. Okay, there you go. 
And that is the story, gentlemen. So basically, this guy's in there. One guy finds him, who's in his 60s. His father's upstairs. The brother's next door. And they kind of scuffle. They fight. They argue. The intruder runs away. Police nab him. And he dies shortly afterwards. Now, I mentioned poison pizza. But what is your guys' thoughts? Why didn't he put any of that food in the microwave? The guy didn't have a microwave? Why is he eating frozen shit? Yeah, he's crazy. Oh, obviously. Say whether or not he heated up. They said he was eating frozen pasta. Could have been heated up. Like, who fucking knows? Let, let, let me just point out by, by this, but like, I, I've seen about five or six different, uh, or, uh, how do you say, like, articles on this. There's like, articles on this. Different details. Like, apparently this happened, but like, nobody knows which one is like the right way, which one is like true, true. So, so you're saying there's a couple of different stories behind this story. Okay, well, this is the latest one because this one was released today. Now, one thing that I'm thinking is this. Okay, this guy's eating pasta. Okay, we've got that element. And then shortly after, he dies. Now, the guy that apprehended him was in his 60s, right? And this guy was probably a lot younger, right? And his brother's next door. So his brother's probably in his 50s or 60s or 70s, right? And then he's got a father that lives upstairs that called the police, who's probably in his 90s, if not 100 years old, right? I'm just doing the math in my head. I could be wrong. Now, think about this maybe the two brothers were in cahoots trying to kill the dad so they poisoned the food right and then they poisoned the food and the food was for the dad because they want to get the dad out of the picture because they want to like maybe uh, sell the house get some money inheritance i don't know right so anyway this guy breaks in and he accidentally well no he intentionally eats the food that was intentionally for the father right he's eating it and he's eating the poison food the, the son comes in, he sees it, he's like, oh, shit, you're eating that. No, don't. And the guy starts freaking out because he just ate poison food and he's not feeling good. He's getting violent and shit. He runs away and stuff. And then the brothers are like, oh, shit, we got to beat him up a little bit. So they beat him up and stuff. And then anyway, the cops show up and the guy dies. He dies, not that the guy's beating him up, but he they, they dies because of, well, the poison. What do you guys think? Yeah, they were trying to off the the father. Because when you said the guy was 66 and his father was there, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, how old is that guy? He's going to be at least in his 80s and his 90s, right? Yeah, 90, definitely 90s. Yeah, 110% 90s. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm going to revert back to the older story. I think this I think this motherfucker who did this shit picked the wrong fucking house. He broke in. There were a bunch of fucking ghosts that basically ghost busted his fucking ass. He broke in and was like, I'm gonna eat some fucking pasta. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, man. You open the door open. It's like, yeah, because it was a trap, motherfucker. He's fucking this pasta's too warm. I'm gonna freeze it. Ghost. Like, you just came in there and, like, one guy came up to him and was like, you should stop doing this. Like, it's like the three ghosts at Christmas. One yeah, guy came up to him and said, you should not be eating pasta in my house. The next guy came up to him, his older brother jumps in and goes, you should number two warning you should not be eating pasta in my house and then the fucking father the patriarch out of it all is going to be the biggest fucking king ghost comes over and goes motherfucker this your last warning you should not be eating pasta in my house you know i thought my story was nonsense but this takes a cake <laughs> but bloop then out he goes the fucking ambulance comes by and is like yeah we got another dead one on hands uh I don't know. I'm not sure what the fuck happened, but uh, he, he seemed to have like an alien, you know, pasta chest worm coming out of his like abdomen, possibly his penis and anus as well. We'll have to, we'll have to call Ghostbusters to see if it was ghost rape. Okay. All right. 
He just threw it all in there, huh? <laughs> why the fuck not, dude? At this point, why the fuck not, dude? Story Jibri. Tom brings it back, brings it back around. I love it. I love all it. All right, there we go. <laughs> well, shit, dude. Um, yeah, this is episode number five hundred and ninety-nine point six 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 faders. If you made it this far, congrats. In fact, I'm impressed. <laughs> Uh, I would like to alter my previous story. I think there was a Chucky doll running around there during this entire time, probably. <laughs> uh, I'm still saying it's poison, though. I'm still saying it's poison. Well, it's gotta be poison. Like, the There's some other shit in there, man. He dies, dude. He fucking needs some food. He, he dies. Yeah, he that's why they all have different stories. Okay, okay, all right. Um, Chucky was there. Uh, same with Godzilla. Anyway, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of God Faded Japan. Tom and Jeremy, thank you for staying up this late on a Friday night. This is insane. Oh, man, Faders, you made it this far, so I'm going to give you the good news that we have Patreon. Yes, we do have Patreon, and it costs $5, and we've got stuff up there that will turn your shit golden. Yes, that's true. You don't need a pill. You just need our Patreon. Yes, it's $5, and we got video, we got audio, we got pictures. Too hot for Facebook and Instagram. Oh, what's that? Facebook and Instagram. Yo, we got that shit too. We got Facebook and we got Instagram and every single day we're uploading new stuff and new content up there that will turn your shit not gold, but silver. Sorry, you don't get that medal. Oh, man. And if you want to support the show, but you don't got any money and you don't got any time or anything to like check out Facebook and Instagram every day, we do have iTunes. You can support the show on iTunes by giving us a five-star review and writing something groovy. And it really does help the show. Faders, thank you so much. Jeremy and Tommy, thank you very much for staying up so late and doing this show. You guys cool? Oh, it's cool, bro. Don't forget, we got YouTube now. Oh, boom. That's right. My bad. Not just that, man. Just do check out the fucking Facebook and Instagram for, for free. Because, like, I swear to God, I, I think I think I just ate some of the most disgusting chips. Like, I had the dis most disgusting chip flavor ever. I didn't get to talk about that, man. But, like, did, did I tell you, like, what which one was the nastiest I've ever had? Tommy, nasty chips. Was it pasta? No, it was not pasta. <laughs> You wish. Oh, you I've, you know, I've, had, I've had carbonara flavored chips and they were good. Dude, I had a blueberry bubblegum flavored chips. I posted a picture on what? Facebook. Blueberry that's, bubblegum. That's, that's just wrong, man. Who made that? Hagen dazs <laughs> No, oh, Ben & Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. Kal My bad. Kalipi, whatever the fucking Japanese like chip maker that like typically Kalpi. Made fucking safe and they like, make like you know actually normal safe chips like blueberry bubblegum. But I bullshit you not, man. I had like my wife's like, yo, I bought these because she knows I like weird weird chip flavors. She's like, yo, I bought these at Don Quixote. They were in the clearance rack, so they're probably not that good. But like, I think they taste a little funny. You should try them. I was like, all right, put like one in my mouth, and I was like what the fuck is this and like legitimately i swear to god fucking chip flavor they absolutely taste like blueberry bubblegum i like blueberries i like bubblegum but like on a, on a chip it was just wrong man my fucking whole body was like rebelling but what the fuck did i just put it in my mouth <laughs> all right you know well, what you know you what go. the worst wait, wait wait do you know what the worst selling flavor of potato chips was in all history What's all time? no no clown come because people thought it tasted funny <laughs> <laughs> on that note faders thank you very much for tuning into this episode we'll catch you next time peace Bye.
go fuck yourself. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.